So we, we could spend an hour talking about secret Chinese weather balloons or UFOs, which could make people happy, I suppose. Um, but Donovan had a good suggestion. He got like a good, uh, nice laugh, hearty laugh over something recently that he was talking about. What's up, Internet? You are listening to the Making Geeks podcast, a podcast for makers, families, and geeks. That's me. I think we've said that about 293 times at this point. Yeah, or some variation thereof, yep. If uh, we have any devoted fans out there that want to do like a super cut of like all the different intros, that'd be kind of you know cool to hear. That would be totally rad yeah, for our show. <laughs> because uh, listeners always respond well to being given homework, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just like my students. Well, you know, with all this time we have on our hands, oh yeah, got to do something with it. <laughs> well, it's been a while. Uh, this is the first time we've recorded this month, I think. Second, maybe, maybe. I don't remember. Maybe the second. We yeah. haven't. We didn't record for the past two weeks, so it's it's been yep. a, a little while. It's not very often we have uh, two weeks off in a row, but some stuff came up, some traveling and other things. So we are we're back. I, I'm I'm curious though because. We we haven't talked a whole lot over the last two weeks. I mean, usually we'll we'll go back and forth in Discord, but it's been pretty quiet. So I have no idea what you guys have been up to. Donovan's down in Texas for some reason. Uh, Wes, actually, I have no idea what you've been up to. <laughs> me neither. I was hoping you guys could fill me in. It's been a blur. Uh, Donovan's burnt on his face in the middle of winter. I'm not really sure what that's all about. <laughs> so Donovan, what were you Weather doing down in Texas? Um, so... Jess from Crow Creek Designs, who I do video editing for, uh, put a put an announcement out on social media that she was going to be down in Denton, Texas, uh, painting a mural for a business down there, and was asking for you know locals to come and help. And I messaged her and I said, "Well, I'm not I'm not exactly local, but I'm not exactly too far away to to come down and help, and if you need help." And so over the weekend, the family and I uh, loaded up in the car, went down to Texas together and helped helped paint this um, these murals. It wasn't just one mural. Uh, it was what it was is a plant factory where you go and buy ficuses and junipers and flowers and grass and bulbs and stuff like that. Um, wanted murals painted on the outside of the building. And so Jess got sponsors from it, from like the Home Depot and Sherwin Williams and and things like that to to make a video painting this this uh, series of murals on on this building. And all the paint got donated for free and stuff like that. And so Krylon was the other one, Krylon. And and so she was enlisting help of anybody that was down in the area. And so we uh, we made a weekend of it as a family. Went down there, painted painted orchids and butterflies and honeybees and uh repainted one of the buildings blue like bright bright blue so now you can see it coming off any exit by the freeway where this business is it was super fun uh but we left and then the day after she messaged and she's like can you come help again (laughs) and so uh the last two days uh i've been back down in denton just uh, roasting one day because it was 80 degrees uh, and then freezing the next day because it was 20 degrees uh, painting you know finishing up all the painting on the sign they're having a big reveal party 
and and shindig at at this plant factory this Saturday. I'm not going to be oh, there for it. But, so 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 it's is it a plant that and also a factory or do they grow plants in the factory or they manufacture the plants in the factory? What kind of plants are these that require a factory? That's that's my question. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good marketing on their part because it gets people talking about what it. Exactly is it actually is. called the Plant Factory? Yeah, it's it's called the okay. Plant Factory. Okay. Yep. Huh. Yep. Okay. I was just curious. I was I was a little confused. I'm looking forward to it. That sounds yeah. cool though. TPF. Now, are so, they real plants or are they plastic plants? No, they're real plants. Okay. So my daughter brought home a bonsai bonsai tree starter kit and a few other plants because she had to get something because we are uh, back here at home. One of the projects that we are working on right now is building a greenhouse on the side of our house because uh, I want to do a Raspberry Pi solar powered self-watering greenhouse. And so we're in the process of building the greenhouse on the side of the house and she wanted plants to put in the greenhouse. So she got plants. That's one of the things I've been up to the last couple of weeks. What about you guys? Uh, I have been... Let's see. This last weekend, I was camping in a cabin in the mountains of North Carolina with three of my buddies. Uh, we have this annual kind of cold weather camp out thing. It used to it started in a tent, and over the course of the nine years we've been doing it, it slowly evolved into like we were roughing it, roughing it, roughing it, and then there's a point where we had so much inclement weather in a row. They were like, "Man, I don't want to do this rain crap again." Like we have to like string up tarps and all this. It's there's fun, but let's just let's just take it easy this time and get a cabin. And we should not have done that because once you go cabin, you can't go back. Apparently now, now you're glamping. Is that what oh, dude? Doing? Yeah, we're like <laughs> taking like TVs or a single TV, and every year it's getting bigger. Hooking up a switch to it. We had the Wii U hooked up to it. We we're playing like party games, and we had like board games and steak and food, and it was just it was a good time. We had limited internet access we had just enough where we could like start like messing around with like a chat gpt a little bit and kind of goofing off to see what kind of crazy crap we can get it to come up with um it was it was a lot of fun and it's trying we're trying to like out logic it and trick it into doing things it wasn't supposed to be able to do and it was just kind of interesting um uh, there's else? there's yeah. one uh reddit thread that i read where somebody figured out how to prompt it to come up with the prompts to prompt itself with prompts. <laughs> so using chat GP to come up with prompts for chat GPT that then prompt, like, I was like, wow, people are really taking this and running with it like crazy. Yeah. I, I tried to reverse the script and ask it, uh, if there was anything you wanted to ask me and it started asking me all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. It was like, so tell me about yourself and you know what, what kind of stuff you like to do. And I started going into it and it, it's, it's remarkably good for for what it is, and um, I think it's it's come up with some code I'm going to try to use for a project that uh, I was a little bit stumped on, um, and we'll see how that works. Some Python Raspberry Pi like machine learning stuff, and it seemed to generate it, and it's like yeah, no problem, here you go, and it's like explains all the stuff, it like comments each bit of code, and then it afterwards explains all that were the comments in like more verbose version, and then you can like get them to like reiterate on different things or if you wanted to tweak something a little bit. Yeah, I, I told it to. So I have this project. I want to like have a webcam in my car basically and have it look at the lane lines and I have like a Raspberry Pi like, and feeding it to like a little 
screen in the dash, like where like the media console kind of area would be, where my or normally my radio would be, but I've taken it out for tinkering and weird experimental stuff. And so basically, I wanted to like analyze lane lines, like a lot of the modern cars have, where they sort of superimpose you know the lane like uh, graphics on top of the lanes, or like when you flip on your backup camera, how you have like the kind of arcing curvy lines that like adjust and like superimpose over the graph over the image. Um, so there, there's some scripts out there where you can do some of this, but I wanted to like edit it a little bit. That's beyond my capability as a non-programmer like I am. And so I wanted to track the lines and then superimpose lines on top of them, like in the correct perspective, and then eventually getting to a, a display that resembles the targeting computer from Luke Skywalker's X-Wing when he's flying the Death Star run, trench run, you know, with the, the lines, the yellowish green lines and all that stuff. And I, I described it in just English to chat GPT. I'm like, you know, generate a Python script that runs in Raspberry Pi that takes the input from a webcam and detects lane lines and superimposes lines in such a way it looks like Luke's targeting computer and it understood that and it's even like knew what color i wanted them and it described it was interesting and like oh no i want some vertical lines as well it's like oh you want the vertical lines to look like in a trench and i'm like yes it's just if it were i haven't tried it yet but i'm I'm looking forward to it and luckily i'm not i'm not going to use it for anything like super important like that my life is going to be dependent on this working while in a car it's not like that mission critical but uh it's it's interesting a lot of Cool implications. Are you gonna have a function where you can actually do like two two laser shots that kind of go down? <laughs> Goes in the toilet, yeah. Or maybe every time you honk the horn, that's what happens. There you go. <laughs> That'd be cool. Shoot into the the vent. Yep. I hope you have raspberry pies on hand because I've been trying to find some and they are very hard to come by right now. I have like a handful of mini ones. I've got one right here actually. Um, these zeros and then i have a four and i think i have like one raspberry pi four and three raspberry pi threes i think so it should be enough to tinker i don't know if i'm able to get rid of some of them but maybe i can you know i still have two boards i won from maker fair years ago that i've never used they're not raspberry Mm -hmm. pies they're a different one called a dragon board basically it's a Mm -hmm. different processor on it i've never known what to do with them i still have them maybe i'll give them away or something i don't know um, last two weeks, I don't really think I've done much of anything. It feels like there's been almost a different event every night of the week for work or for my kids or that my wife is helping with. So the last two weeks are, are really a blur. Um, it's a chaotic time of year for work. And because my kids go to the school in the same district and my wife is PTA for, seems like every school. Um, <laughs> is, and then I have my responsibilities for my work. It's it doesn't feel like I'm able to get away from, from work right now. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, I don't know. I'm looking forward to summer is what I'm looking forward to. 12 weeks. I have 12 Count weeks down. left of work and then I have summer. So I feel like I'm <laughs> Don't you have enough PTO that you could like take those 12 weeks off and summer? Technically, yeah, but I'm waiting for when I retire. Yeah, because just I have, catch out. Yeah, I have like three months of vacation saved up or like sick time saved up. And my sick time rolls over every year. So it just compounds. It, does it not just feel like you just got back into school? No. No? To me, it feels like summer just ended. Uh, no. When you work as a teacher, no. Yeah, I, I feel you. 
I mean, you figure I, I started, you know, the second or third week of August. Um, so it, yeah. it's felt like a while already, plus all the extra stuff. So, yeah. Feeling tired. California is not one of those places right now that are doing the book book scanning banning thing, are they? No, no, we don't. We don't ban okay. books. Okay. No. Nope. That's uh. Those are states of a different color. I don't have uh, much of a finger on the pulse of news lately, but that was one of the things that I heard. It, like, it's a, it's a weird thing, anyways. Coming, I mean, what kids are reading those books, anyways? I mean, teachers might try assigning them, but nobody's actually reading them. Right. It's actually part of my uh, my thesis for my master's when I wrote it years ago. Maybe that's a conversation for another time. Indeed. Did you write a thesis in college, Wes? Uh, no. My, uh, no, I didn't have anything that required that. I had a, a demo. Uh, so I went to college for computer animation and like video game related development stuff. So I had to create like a demo reel and oh. uh, like video content, basically video game content. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I came across a thesis I wrote for my Chinese linguistics, my Chinese linguistics course. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I can't believe I wrote this. And in Chinese, no doubt. Can't much read it at the moment, but that's okay. <laughs> I also realized that it's like, as as busy as this month has been, it seems like uh, the next couple months are going to be even busier. Are you guys getting busier or are things starting to slow down? It, it feels good. like uh, like anytime someone, I want to do something, like I'm looking at the calendar and like, oh, that weekend's booked. Oh, that weekend's booked. And it's just like, filling up faster than I'm willing to accept and faster than I remember it filling up in the past too, which is weird. I, I think it's a, I think it's part of just life right now. Um, I, I don't know if anybody has similar experience, but when my kids were younger, it seems like we had a lot more free time in a way, but we didn't have the kids involved in a whole lot of activities. I mean, the kids did gymnastics for a little while. Um, my son did baseball for a couple of years, but all that seemed kind of, passive it wasn't really um that time intensive but as the kids are getting older now they're they're getting into more things my son's taking three different classes or is doing jujitsu and like uh mma stuff three days a week my daughter's doing dance two days a week and all the stuff that my wife is involved with which is too much which i keep telling her but she wants to keep doing it um the business stuff with all the orders we've completed we just completed a 600 piece order for a school and then all of my stuff that i'm trying to cut back on but there's still stuff that I'm responsible for. So it, I think it's just life right now. And it's going to be that way probably for the next four or five years for me, at least. Hmm. Until yeah, one thing out of high school. One thing that my wife and I decided when our kids first got into school, we're like, okay, they get to choose one activity, <laughs> like one extracurricular. It's a sport. If it's a thing, if it's basketball or soccer, ballet, gymnastics, like whatever it is, you get one thing. Because we realize it's like some of some of the families that we know with kids, just they're, they're never home. Like every night, every day, every week, like they're always they're playing transport because they got to go to this and then they got to go to this. And we're like, we don't want to live like that. Well, that, that's one activity times three for you, though, right? Or do they mm-hmm. or, or, or do they all have to do the same activity? No, they don't have to do all the same activity. But we but we have told them. So you, you've multiplied that for yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's not to say that they'll want to do an activity. I mean, there are, there have been periods when both of them are like, no, I don't want to do anything right now. And we're like, cool. Well, we we, we make our kids do something because they, they actually needed to do oh, really? something outside the house. I, I would prefer that they only do it, you know, with um with regards to school because it's a little bit more on, better on the convenience factor. 
but it's it's harder for us too because we don't live by where the kids go to. You know, we live you know twenty five miles away, so travel time and all that doesn't help. Yeah, your your kids are involved in swim and and scouts now, right, Wes? Yeah, uh, my son is doing Cub Scouts. This is the his first year doing it, and then uh, in the summers, both kids have done swimming as long as I can remember. Like Grant, he was doing swimming since he was like four years old, three or four years old, and Samantha as well, and she's. She just turned 12, so yeah, she's been doing it for a while. Um, it's she did have year round swimming last year, like that was pretty intense, so yeah, and it was literally intense sometimes during the winter. Uh, we have a heated pool that we have access to, so they had to keep the heat in sometimes. And uh, she did piano, so we've we've dabbled with different things. She's doing dance now, so yeah, we don't we don't have the restriction of just one extracurricular right now, but usually it kind of uh, comes and goes. It's usually one at any given time, because uh, since swimming is now just limited to the summer, so we don't necessarily have that limit either. It's it's more of our limit is time and availability more than anything else. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gone a couple days, so they're like, ah. Uh, so our, our topic that we were going to speak about tonight, among catching up, was uh, laughter and fun and other more positive things. So we we could spend an hour talking about secret Chinese weather balloons or UFOs, which could make people happy, I suppose. Um, but Donovan had a good suggestion. He got like a good, uh, nice laugh, hearty laugh over something recently that he was talking about. And I'm, I'm speaking for him because he has like every member of his family, like dogpiling him right now on camera. <laughs> it's like, what, <laughs> what are those really scenes speak. from like a nineties, uh, family sitcom? It is step by step. It's like the intro. Remember step like, by step. like, yeah, all the, all the people like freeze to the camera when it says like your name. Like, yeah, a nice little jingle, uh, step by step. I'm this should, this should. Crying in the background. Why don't they have all the TGI shows on Disney Plus? They should have all of those since they're all. They should bring those back. All of those were actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my so, family had been watching Family Matters. Yeah. I, I think good. I, I think I appreciate it even more right now as an adult watching those shows with my kids and some of the really good messages that we've actually sat down and talked to our kids about. It's been, it's been pretty good. If anybody if anybody has a HBO uh, Max, the whole series is there. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know. Huh. I'll have to I'll have to put that on my list because there's so much stuff on HBO Max that I don't I don't know what I don't even know how to find it all right now. Their their interface is not the greatest. No, it's not. No. And it's based on like what it's recommending you. It's like what if I want to what if I want to look for something specific? Like how do I find it? I'm not complaining. My wife and I have been watching The Last of Us, and it's been that show's been awesome and fun to watch with my wife because my wife does not do scary at all. And so she's like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Okay, nope, let's back up, back up. What did he say? Okay, fast forward, fast forward. It's it's fun watching stuff like that with my wife because of all the uh, the bouncing around that we have to do and then piecing the story together through the action scenes. Was I supposed to set something up? I'm sorry. I like I said, I uh, yeah. got. So I, I got tell us what you were laughing about so much. If you, if you, if it does translate into a story mechanic, you're trying to fill uh, Sean in about how it was funny and he didn't seem to really get it. And I thought it was okay, but maybe you can elevate it a little more. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I guess you have to understand Zelda legend of breath of the wild specifically and the mechanics of the game. Cause there's this one mechanic called stasis where you can freeze something and then hit it so that it builds up momentum in a particular direction. And then when the mechanic unfreezes, all that momentum goes, 
goes in that direction. Did he intentionally leave the second I started? I don't know. He's he's got to do something. Uh, so on the on camera, like he didn't get the joke right, and so as soon as Donovan started talking, I think he has to like take care of something with his family, or I'm not sure what he's doing, but he immediately took took the headset off and just like walked off frame. So it's like <laughs> I'm not listening to this, and it just like really made me laugh. <laughs> He's he's back now. He's claiming that that wasn't the, the situation at all, but I'm not buying it. I I had to blow my nose really bad. I'm sorry, guys. I, I sneezed gotcha. and everything just went like. Uh, all right, stasis. Okay, so we, we you have to you. understand yes. that mechanic in the game, stasis. And then then you also have to understand that in the game there are there are people that you interact with, uh, like travelers and merchants and and you know just people that populate the this world within the game. And some of those people are ninjas disguised as regular people. Yiga Yiga ninjas from the Yiga clan. And if you interact with them, they like then pop out of their their, you know, costume or their disguise or whatever. And you have to battle with them. You have to fight with them. Some of them are really hard. Some of them aren't. But there was this there was this video on TikTok of a guy stasising a boulder and then, you know, powering it up. And right when the boulder was about to to let loose, he interacts with this this person that's standing by the boulder, which freezes time. Yeah, like in the environment, she yeah. freezes time in the environment, and so he he interacts with this person. Turns out it's a Yiga, and so the Yiga pops out of their disguise, and they're ready to battle. And the the like right when they're ready to battle, the this boulder that had all this like momentum built up just slams into him, and like throws him off screen and his weapon just just spins for a second then falls to the ground i don't know why but i watched that and i laughed so so stupid hard i was crying i couldn't see i i was just i was laughing so hard and uh and so i'm like you know what would be fun to talk about like what what makes you laugh what has been making you laugh like lately what kinds of things have you seen like is there stories that kinds of things so that's that's what i proposed you know with the with the basis of that that video because oh my gosh i i have not laughed that hard in a while it's been a while but it was 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 anyone else in the room when you were doing this laughing yeah no no and i recorded myself on instagram stories i can i can share them with you later but I was I was trying to explain why this clip was so funny in Instagram stories, and I just couldn't get it out. It reminded me of that one game that we played here, <laughs> where one of the questions was about March of the Penguins. <laughs> it was one star reviews. That was the, it was the game that we were playing here on the podcast called One Star Reviews, where I read one star reviews and you had to guess which movie it was from, and the one star review was like which. Pen- <laughs> Which penguin was Morgan Freeman? Because <laughs> it was March of the Penguins, and I remember when we were playing that game, I was laughing so hard I couldn't even, I couldn't even read the question. I don't know why that particular question was like so funny to me at that time, but that was another moment where I was like, ah, man, I was crying. I couldn't see straight. I couldn't finish my sentences just because of how how much I was laughing at that. And th- those circumstances are. So, so rare, which I, th- I guess is why they're so awesome. The things where you just have like that uncontrollable, like deep belly laugh that just totally derails any normal thought. And it's, it is sort of like lightning in a bottle. Like you can't recreate it or retell it or, you know, quite grasp the intensity of it. I, I find. So it's sort of 
hard to describe sometimes. Like I had a similar instance this weekend uh, when I was on that camp out. And so we were just like goofing around, messing with each other, you know, like ribbing on each other. And not that it's, you know, something you, you, you joke about, but one guy just happened to be gluten intolerant. So we kept like smashing him with different like jokes and things, not in an insensitive way. He, he was willing to be the, the, the brunt of the joke or the, just to, is that the right term? To, um, to just have a lighthearted fun, you know, over the situation. And so we had happened to be using chat GPT a lot. So I wanted it to tell a knock knock joke about gluten intolerance. I mean, that's completely a rational thing. And I laugh really hard about this. I don't know if it'll translate, but I'll try, you know, in this retelling. So I said, uh, tell me knock knock. I said, what about a knock knock joke about gluten intolerance? And chat GPT says, sure. Here's a knock knock joke about gluten intolerance. Knock knock. Who's there? Wheat. We too. Wheat out. I heard you have gluten intolerance. Like, what? I don't know. And for some reason, that joke, it's, it seems like something a robot would say because it makes no sense. And it's sort of like almost like a, a five-year-old telling a joke of something that they think is like the funniest thing in their mind, but it just doesn't come across. And that's the inability to tell a proper joke like Data would do, like on Enterprise, that made it way funnier. And then I, I said, I responded in chat GPT, that was a terrible punchline. Please try again. And it says, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize for the unsatisfactory punchline. Here's another attempt. Knock, knock. Who's there? Glue. Glue who? Gluten-free cookies for me, please. I'm gluten intolerant. And I was just like, seriously. <laughs> and it just like had me on the floor laughing and everybody just was laughing so hard. And it, it's not that funny. It's just, it just happened to hit us in the right way that is sort of hard to describe. And it's, Maybe because of the rarity is what makes it special. I don't know. But it's definitely great when it happens. <laughs> so as you're saying that, I asked uh, ChatGPT to create a knock-knock joke about geeks. Knock-knock. Mm-hmm. Who's there? Who's there? Alpaca. Alpaca, Alpaca who? who? Alpaca the laptop because I'm a geek and I need to code all day. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's like a five-year-old telling a joke. Like, like, you see the mechanics there a little bit, but it's just... I, I can it's appreciate so the attempt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Five year olds my one of my kids was like, Why did the chicken why did the chicken cross the road? Why? And I was like, I don't know. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because I heard that <laughs> recently. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, that is good. It was on a That is very good. It was on a TikTok video that was uh making its way around. It had like a oh, little, really? there's a little three year old that did it in a really high pitch and it made me crack up really hard. I'm 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 sitting at work, and I'm teaching. I'm animating. I'm, I'm modeling for the students, and my phone keeps going off with my wife sending me thirty video links from uh, like Instagram Reels or whatever it is, and she comes across videos all day long. She sends me all these things, and I can't remember any of them because I'm looking at so many of them every day that she's sending me. So I'm not retaining anything that I'm watching at this point, but I do remember that one. <laughs> That one could have stood out. I'll have to look that up. My uh, my daughter and a friend um, did a talent show together um, years ago. It was actually during uh, the pandemic. So they had to do this remote talent show thing and record. And they did it like they were on a ride at Disneyland with like the background behind them. And they're telling jokes back and forth. And some of the jokes my daughter came up with or, or came across, I don't think she invented them, um, kind of uh, always made me laugh. And I think one was, uh, how did it go? 
What what goes ha 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 plop? I don't know what goes ha 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 plop. Oh no, me laughing my head off, but oh. hearing a nine year old girl tell it in her deadpan voice is a lot better than me trying to recreate it. <laughs> I suppose I'm nasally cold right now. Yeah, that's one of the things I've been doing on social media lately. I came I came across this. It was like half of half of my recommended feed for social media anyway is either like Lord of the Rings or Legend of Zelda or you know whatever. And there was one that was a that was a Legend of Zelda joke and I was like that's that's kind of funny. And so I made a video of it, not thinking anything of it. But then I started looking up more Legend of Zelda jokes and there's a lot out there. So I'm like, "You know what? For no for no reason whatsoever. Like there's no point to all of this." I'm just going to here we go. Recreate Legend of Zelda jokes for social media. And holy crap. Like uh the reception for my stupid little 15 second Legend of Zelda jokes has been uh more than I would have thought. Oh okay, but wait wait wait. Do not leave out the biggest part where you are playing a dual role in these shorts and one of the roles is dressed up as a giant <laughs> as <Link>. elf. <laughs> well, I I know you're supposed to be Link, but Yeah. It, it reminds me more like Buddy the Elf than anything oh. else. <laughs> and I have a feeling that those are going to catch on and they're going to start showing up in everybody's feeds. I should play. Like, I'm still, I've only done, what, four or five of them so far. I still don't know how to play it off. The timing, like the one that I did this You're getting morning. Better. You're getting better. The one that I did this yeah. morning was not great because it was like all on my phone and like the cutting and editing was because I was locked out on my computer. Anyway. And so, like, I'm still trying to figure out how to, like, play with it. But I'm like, I I don't think this will become, like, a thing. But well, it's do. fun. It's it's fun. They're stupid funny. They're stupid jokes. Some of these Legend of Zelda jokes, I'm like, one, you have to ha- you have to know what stasis is. And you have to know what the Yiga are to, like, laugh as hard as I did at, at a video. Like, they're the one joke that I did about triple the, like, why is... Why is uh, Star Wars better than Legend? No, why is Legend of Zelda better than Star Wars? Because it has triple the force. I got comments that was like, I don't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if I have to explain it, then it loses. It lose the punchline is just not there anymore. If I have to explain it, but I was just, it was my attempts to just, just be funny, for yeah, no I, other read, for I no think reason. Your, your abrupt editing actually plays into it better. I think one of them, you almost like cut the other guy off and it made it funnier that you did that. The, the I don't know if you did that on purpose or not, but I thought it was way funnier because you didn't even let him like fully have a response because he was like so giddy about getting the joke out. He couldn't contain oh, himself. I think it made it better. Did you do that on purpose? Link. Was that on purpose? Uh, uh, kind of. A little of. bit? Yeah. Okay. Since, since everything has to be 15 seconds sure. or less, uh, like I have to figure out like what to cut down. Yeah. And since I can't cut down the the setup and the punchline, I have to cut down on my on my other guy's response, and so that's why I, I cut I into funny. that. Yeah, I also like how you use the "Hey, listen" as the thing now. Like, yeah. you, you see, it seemed like you wanted to do that at the beginning, but you didn't stick to it in the first couple. And then uh, I was like, "Hey, dude, you got to do the Hey, listen" thing, man." Yeah, that's, well, because like I the started tagline, comment, you're like, "That's perfect. a missed opportunity right there." It's yeah. like, are you uh, you're right? Are you posting on YouTube Shorts too? Yeah. Okay. And TikTok? Yep. And TikTok. Which, one, which and... audience is uh, more receptive to it? YouTube. Huh. Interesting. I, uh, since, you know, since 
my Once Upon a Workbench channel is new and it's feeding into the algorithm and I only have like 300 subscribers. I was like, the only way that I'm going to reach a new audience is to create shorts. And so that was one of the reasons why I started doing this because it's like, I just, I just need content. But then I was like, I just want silly content. I just, it can be, it could be applicable adjacent. It could be my projects adjacent. And so that's why I started doing them. But yeah, the YouTube, YouTube reception has been great. TikTok, holy cow. Like, I've got so many followers on TikTok now. I'd like, I don't know what to do with Instagram. It's, you know, it's the same audience. Like, it, my Instagram hasn't grown in a long time. But yeah, TikTok and YouTube is where I'm getting a lot of reactions from. So, did you just happen to have that costume around, or is that a recent purchase? <laughs> or, so, I, I, I could picture Donovan's closet where he has all these different things, you know, kind of like Leonard from Big Bang Theory. It's, uh, it's not that far off. Uh, so I, I dressed up as uh, uh, Weird Al for my cousin's birthday. He had an 80s-themed birthday, and so I dressed up as Weird Al, got a costume. I have that costume in my closet now. I've got, yeah, Han Solo. I've got, yeah, I've got <clears throat> a few. But I uh, one, of, one of the things that I am doing with my, with my videos moving forward is this element of, like, transporting yourself into the world of you know whatever property that we're working on and so i'm like well if, since my next official video is going to be gary town what i built for jess i want to you know transport ourselves into the world of you know, legend of zelda so why not get a costume i just want an excuse to dress up and be silly on my videos now i'm like i just you know just make it fun and so yeah i got this legend of zelda costume i got the shield backpack i got the sword like i got the whole get up and it's an excuse to use it until <laughs> until i use it for my video you just couldn't wait to share the link right yeah <laughs> yep you can use that <laughs> thank I, you i could picture just the setup well you've already kind of established a setup but the idea of almost like a dual personality of editing yeah and then your your conscious coming in and kind of distracting or doing whatever you could be like yep. the tingle on your shoulder, like your editing shoulder. Like you could do like a like the angel and the devil thing, like Looney Tunes. I always love that gag that they don't really use a whole lot anymore. But now I'll be you could a do something Zelda Ninjago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zelda Ninjago, <laughs> my split personality right there. We didn't really have this topic that well thought out. <laughs> we didn't. It's okay. Uh, have you guys been geeking out about anything? Not that we're gonna finish the podcast off, but we can do stuff out of order. Well, this this I this could be a precursor. How about this? Yeah. Let's, Let's take some it. time. I want I want to hear about funny stories from your life and your experience and things like that. I have a couple that, in my own head, I think are funny. Okay. Maybe in retelling them, we can, you know, prove otherwise. But like, uh, let's take some time to to write it down, flesh it out, rather than being on the spot. So we can uh, we can talk about this later. I feel like I'm on the spot to write it down. We'll remind each other on Discord. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The the hardest time I have is trying to figure out stories that are appropriate to tell to a family-friendly audience. <laughs> that many, huh? Enough. I, I mean, those are the ones that come to mind first. Or talk about how I almost died rollerblading one time. And that's is a funny for, story? Is this before or after you lost your leg? Oh, this is in high school. I was like 16, okay. 17, yeah. Not not related. Not related to my leg. Okay. I, mean, I don't know, you know? Yep. That could make it funnier. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny aspects to it, but... I don't know if it's overall funny. So yeah, think about it. Dwell on it. Ponder it. We'll come back to it. We'll add it to the blog. Yes. Mm. So Sean, you've seen Ant-Man, yes? Yes. 
I saw Ant-Man as well. Donovan did not see Ant-Man, so we cannot Should speak. that Well, I mean, I was going to, but then Texas and, and busy. Right. Should I see it? Should that be my homework? Go see Ant-Man? I don't know if should is the right word. <laughs> my wife... Because I mean, this, this is officially the first v- movie of Phase 5, correct? I don't know. I'm I lost know in, in the phases, honestly. What... I don't know. Is what was phase four? I don't know. It wasn't even clear. What did that end with? Uh, Miss Marvel. What? Right? That's not even a movie, though. Right? Captain, what did it end off with? Captain Marvel. That's, no, I, I don't. The phase well, because phase no four was anymore. all of the TV and the setup of the new, the new oh. Avengers, and She-Hulk and Miss Marvel, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was phase four. I, I mean, either way, I mean, Ant Man is. I mean, it was a movie. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs> I had stuff that happened, supposedly. It uh I like to so my wife was sitting beside me. She apparently couldn't stand it from the beginning and was just waiting for it to end. I enjoyed it a lot until a certain point. Then I got really excited. And then I got the opposite of really excited within like five seconds <laughs> after a reveal. And then like I wanna like it. Like I don't know, I, I'm like fighting myself over it because I don't feel like it was as bad as Eternals. Like Eternals, I just don't want to watch again. Like it, I didn't really get any pleasure out of that movie at all. This one has some funny setups and jokes, I think. And I don't feel it was uh, Thor four level. Like for that one, they had like they tried too hard for the jokes to to land. I felt and like the the sh- Taika Waititi shtick is kind of I'm over that now. But this one didn't quite feel as as needy and as uh, pathetic. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I liked it more than Thor four. Um, but I don't feel like any of the characters like grew besides the physical growing of Ant-Man that he literally, you know, grows sizes. Mm. That's the only part that he, that grows. Like he doesn't literally get it. I don't feel like he like grew as a character at all or learned anything. Um, and he's almost like an, he's almost like an inspector gadgety kind of character now to me. In that he's only he's almost like a hero by accident, and like the the people around him are actually the heroes. I don't know if it's intended to be that way. Uh, you know, have Brain and Penny doing all the work when he's like getting all the credit. It's not quite that bad, but there was stuff I'm like, well, there's things that didn't really make sense, and I don't know. I might need to watch it again, but it won't be for a while. <laughs> not to dissuade anybody, but the um, I think that the very first trailer that came out that played uh, Yellow Brick Road by Elton John, I think that that trailer should have been the movie. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm exaggerating slightly. I'm exaggerating slightly. But the the emotional content of that trailer was better than the movie as an entirety. I'll have to watch that one again. Um, I, the, I think Marvel dropped the ball again in terms of the emotional content and what was at stake and sacrifice that really should have happened um, in a lot of ways. And I don't know why they keep doing that. Uh, but with all that being said, I think that creating a movie with the title Quantumania is a near impossible task. And I think it's the same thing with like the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. There is no, not a, a lot of madness. There's not a lot of mania. 90 seconds of... <laughs> but there's not a lot of mania. Because if you've looked at or read about quantum mechanics at all, I was expecting more of that. And there was one scene that dealt with it, and that's it. And 
I was a little bit perplexed by that. Otherwise, it's it might as well have been another planet. It, it didn't matter that they were of you know quantum size. But. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyways, well, you piqued my curiosity, so probably gonna. I mean, it's it's not all bad, but we have so much stuff to compare it to. Yeah. That nothing's ever going to get a fair shake again. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of why I'm looking forward to the DC stuff so much. Yeah, like a clean slate-ish kind of thing. Yeah, and, and that'll that'll relate to my geeking out for today. When we get to that point talking about it. Well, why, yep. don't, you, why don't you do that since we're yeah. at that point? Yeah, I think we're getting close anyways. Um, my geeking out is actually kind of a weird one in a small way. Um, I'm geeking out about Zack Snyder's Justice League, his cut of the movie. I... I think after all the DC announcements, I, I gave it another shot and watched it. And I enjoyed it a lot more second time around. It's still not without fault. It's still not the the best movie it probably could have been. But I liked it a lot better than the first viewing. Um, you know, Even with it being four hours long, and I watched it in two sittings, which also kind of helped. The, the slow beats of the film, and I actually sat and just watched it and, and let myself kind of enjoy it. And I thought it was all right. Like I said, still not great, but um, I guess after the last couple of Marvel movies, you know, that, <laughs> that movie is kind of like rising. The threshold. Yeah, yeah, the threshold's <laughs> rising. If you have a chance, go back and watch it again. Um, just kind of enjoy it and don't expect too much from it. I, I think you might be uh, surprised. Well, with the uh, the 18 hours of driving I've done this week, I, uh, I've been listening to audiobooks, and one book that I've been listening to in particular is uh, the autobiography of Brian Henson, uh, not Brian Henson, of Jim Henson by Brian Jones. Uh, it is it is great. It's great. Uh, you know, I love Jim Henson. Anything anything Muppets, like just love it. And it's it's cool to hear. I mean, because I've over the years, like I've seen a lot of documentaries, all kind of stuff. There's, there's a lot about his life that I knew, but this goes into like a lot of stuff about his life. And it's, it's very cool to like kind of get that behind the scenes, you know, peek at something that, that's, that you enjoy. It's like the watching the extra behind the scenes to the Lord of the Rings just adds that much more depth to something you already enjoy. So that's, that's what I've been geeking out again about. Autobiography of Brian Henson by no autobiography of Jim Henson by Brian Jones. Let's see myself. I'm geeking out about a game release that I've been waiting for for four at least four years, maybe more. Uh, my interest level isn't as high as I hoped it would be right now, just because it's not the full game. But uh, Kerbal Space Program Two comes out tomorrow, and they had like a lot of they had a preview event with a lot of media personalities and like YouTubers and things that are in that space. And they're like, just, they got to record like three hours worth of gameplay on their own. Like each person had their own computer setup. And there's a lot of cool stuff that that game um, will be able to do. It's, it's early access on steam. It's kind of expensive. It's like 50 bucks, which is kind of pricey for an early access game. But they're trying to be transparent about like development process and be more like inclusive with the community and fans of like, as far as like what things to include. And the original Kerbal was actually uh, kind of like that as well. Uh, I think it was called Steam Greenlight. I don't know if it's called that anymore, but uh, they were like one of the first games to do that on that platform back when early access wasn't even a thing. And so it seemed appropriate in a way that Kerbal 2 continue that tradition and 
eventually they're going to have multiplayer. It's not there yet, but the stuff they're showing so far looks pretty inspiring, pretty awesome. And uh, I'm going to install that as soon as I can tomorrow. I've got a uh, Twitch stream theme that I'm going to use that I've used in the past, but I'm sort of making sure it works to kind of use it again tomorrow. And I'm just going to play that thing for a couple hours. Hmm. So by the time you hear this podcast, I will have already done the Twitch stream yesterday, (laughs) but that's okay. Uh, Check it the replay or download it or check out some videos. If you like space stuff, uh, it's, it's pretty neat. How much did you say it, it was? Seventy dollars. It's gonna be fifty bucks. Oh, fifty bucks. Fifty okay. bucks. That um, considering the fact that <clears throat> I bought into Star Citizen several yeah. years ago, and the base of that was like one hundred and twenty dollars. I look That's at fifty true. bucks. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, fifty bucks I mean, is okay. For a game that I've been waiting that long for, I'm, I'm, I'd pay double that honestly. Uh, if they're able to pull off half the stuff that they're trying to do, uh, eventually they're gonna have like different star systems that you can travel to and multiplayer with different launch pads and you can do like space races supposedly. And you can like colonize other worlds with other friends and there's all kinds of crazy stuff that you're going to be able to do. And I'm looking forward to Don't it. Name one of them McQuack. I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> they even got uh, behind the scenes access to uh, a NASA launch. There's like a, a development blog video blog or whatever vlog on their channel about it, where they invited them in. They had set up like nine or 20 or so. An obnoxious number of like microphones at different distances from an actual rocket launch, and recorded it to source actual rocket sounds for the game. And so it's like super authentic. And the music, from what I've heard so far, is pretty amazing. Uh, nice ambient, like inspiring music. And I don't know, I'm I'm really excited about. It. So check it out, Kerbal Space Program Two. If you don't have the first one, get it. It's really good. If you like space stuff. And speaking of things that are really good, our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/MakingGeeks. They're awesome. They help us keep the show afloat with their financial contributions every time we release an episode. We appreciate each and every one of them, including our top patrons, Jordan, Nolan, Square Splinter, and Clinton. You guys are great. Thank you so much. A few of whom we're probably going to see at Maker Camp. Ooh. Yeah. But until that time, if you want to see all the stuff that uh, we're working on uh, or are up to or whatever prompts, latest prompt for chat GPT may have come across our funny bone. Uh, you can uh, you can follow us if you want to see the stuff that Wes is doing. You can find him at Geeksmithing. If you want to see the stuff that Sean is doing, you can find him at Geek Builders. And the stuff that I'm doing, you can either find me at Baba Makes or Once Upon a Word. And you can find out more information about the podcast on makingeeks.com. We have a contact page where you could write in some suggestions and topics for the show or any other uh, show-related questions or information you want to put there. You can also listen to all of our past episodes right there on the homepage, and we have a store with some Making Geeks themed merchandise for you to peruse, pick up, and possibly bring into your home. We'd like to thank everybody for hanging out in the live chat with us. We record every Thursday evening, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, and 6.30 uh, Pacific. Uh, it always makes the uh, show a little bit more enjoyable, seeing the live conversa- conversation going on uh, while we record. So if you'd like to be part of that group, it's on YouTube um, every Thursday evening. So go ahead and check that out. And you can find new episodes of the podcast on your favorite podcast player of choice every Saturday morning. And I think that's about it from us this week. So take care, stay dry, stay safe, stay warm or cool, depending on where you are in the country. Uh, Weather's all over the place. See you next week. See you all.
Ready, ready, ready. Yep. Ready, Freddy. Ready.